the basics of prayer. And um, even this morning, the Lord, as Pastor Doris said, shook me and was talking to me, telling me other things that bring to my attention that I need to bring to your attention. And uh, when we start out, uh, as a believer, you need to constantly remind yourself that prayer is not just something religious. Because right. I think a lot of people think it is, you know, especially people in the world. But I find it, it is moving in the church yes. that they think it's just a religious thing that we do during the service. Because mm-hmm. um, most times we don't even do it at home. So we wait till we come to church. And whoever is doing the leading the prayer, then you jump in on it and you get in with that prayer. Yeah. Uh, sad but true. God gave us the gift of prayer for one purpose. Right. And that purpose is, is to change things in the earth. Yes. It's to change things in the earth. All right. I don't know if you knew that or not, but that's fact. And that is the truth. It's not religious. It's for us to change things in the earth. He's given us that power through the word of God. But also, you have to speak that. I I told him the last time I spoke, a minister had the Bible in his hand and he put the mic to it. He said, y'all hear anything? And they said, no. He said, that's right. He said, you know why? Because you have to give voice to the word of God. Just reading it, that's great. Getting it down in here, that's great too. But when it comes to making a change in this earth, you've got to say that thing. You've got to speak the word of God. So if you don't remember nothing else, you need to remember that. Now, he is just as ready to answer your prayers while you're on this earth as he was to answer the prayers of Jesus while he was doing his ministry here on earth. Now, when that was given to me, I was like, wow. I said, man, we have really been missing it. Because I don't know if we thought that, you know, Jesus had a different kind of privilege than us when it came to him praying to the Father and getting the prayers. We had the same, the same rights, same privileges. Just like he was ready to answer Jesus, he's just that ready to answer our prayers. Same thing. No difference. He loves us just as much as he loves his son Jesus. Now, if that's not encouraging, it should be. Because right. it sure encouraged me. All right. Now, if you pray in Jesus' name, you will have what you ask. All what Jesus went through, it was left here. That authority was given to us. Yeah. That when we pray in Jesus' name, that's the key. You've got to pray in Jesus' name. Just rattle it off, you know, you got your whole list of this, that, and the other, you just running it off, and you never say, in Jesus' name, you just wasted your time. It's got to be in Jesus' name. Jesus tells us that in John 16 and 23. Verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever ye ask the Father in my name, he will give it you. See, this verse is telling us that we should address the Father in Jesus' name. That's the order it goes in. That's why when you part your prayer, Father, in the name of Jesus. That's the way it goes. No other way. That's the order of our prayer. That's the order we should pray in. And when you pray in that order, you can best believe 
your answer is coming because you know what? The Father heard it. Because you acknowledge the Father first and then you ask in Jesus' name. Now, I'm talking very basic because that's what we're supposed to do. We want to bring this down like we're back in elementary school. I know in our earlier walk as believers, we thought that in order for our prayers to be effective, it was determined about how long we prayed, how loud we prayed, how pitiful we sound, and even sometimes with the tears, that that was going to do something, you know, because that's all we knew. Because that's what they told us. You got to pray. You know, give the Lord at least two or three hours a day. Yeah, that's, that's all good. But you know, today you don't have three hours like that to pray. You, you really don't, do you? I mean, I mean, maybe you do, but I know I don't. And I ain't gonna stand here and say I do because I know I don't. Because that's not necessary. It's good if you can do it. I'm telling you, not knocking it. If you can do that, God bless you. Because I, 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 I don't have that time. And you know what? The Lord doesn't love me any less. But when I do take the time, I know there's a process. There are guidelines on how to get my answers from the Lord. And that's all I'm trying to break down to you today. We feel if we have big problems, we need a big prayer. We, do. we think we need a big old gigantic prayer because we got real big problems. No. Father, in the name of Jesus, if you need money, I thank you. You said you supply all my needs. I believe I receive it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Keep it moving. And you know what? He heard that prayer. And he'll open the door for you. He'll answer that prayer. He'll send money from someone. You say, man. Before you could get away from the situation, the, the answer was already there. It met you already. He'll drop something in your spirit. Make this call. Do this. Do that. Something you never even thought of. And it's a simple thing. But it's just that easy. So you don't have to give him a or dissertation because you've got a big problem. He knows, and the, the best thing about it is the Lord knew that day was coming. Yes. Before it ever came in your life, before you even hit the earth, before you was in your mother's womb, he already knew this day was coming. And when it comes, he's not saying this, oh, now what am I gonna do? Oh, I, you know, I didn't even know, I was so busy working with Kai's situation over here, I didn't realize Pastor Doyle was going to need me to take care of that. No, no, no. He is on point. He is right there all the time. That's what I love about God. I mean, he is on point. He doesn't miss a thing. Do you hear me, saints? Nothing. And his word doesn't miss a thing, but you've got to speak the word of God. That is so key. Without the word of God, you have nothing. I'm telling you. The enemy will come talking trash, and you know what? You'll fall for it. Because you're not speaking the word of God. He can't stand the word of God. He can't. You know, sometimes I just get so aggravated. I say, you know, Satan, I hate you. I just hate you. Lord said, and I said, by his stripes I'm healed. I'm the head, not the tail. I'm above only and beneath. God makes everything come out right. And let me tell you something. As soon as I start speaking the word of God, I said, all right, babe, that's right. Get it together. Shut him down, because he can't stand the word of God. But if you just sit there, he's just going to bash your head, talk that trash, and you'll be just like the world, believing all the lies of the devil. No. We've got the word of God. We've got to use it. We've got to speak it. It is here. It's been left here for us. If God had to speak the word of God, 
his words, to create this world. What makes you think you don't have to? When he left it here for us, meaning I left my word there for you to use and speak and create on this earth like I did. And my son guaranteed it. His blood sealed the deal. So use it for everything. Well, I can handle this, Lord. I, that's all right. No, the big and the small. He wants to be in everything. He wants to be involved. He wants you to bring him in on all circumstances, no matter what. <sighs> mm. Circumstances line up with the word of God by forcing circumstances to bow their knees to the name of Jesus when you pray. And that's in Philippians 2, 9, 11. When you chance read it. Read that. Read that. Every circumstance has to bow its knee. Must bow. Every situation, every sickness, every lack of any kind, your career, whatever it is, it's got to bow. And you know what? It's got to bow to the name of Jesus. Has to. That's why the enemy was so busy trying to shut Jesus down and he was tormenting them. I know y'all saw that movie, how you could just see Satan while Jesus was carrying that cross. He's on the side just like, like smirking and laughing and like, you know, oh man, look at you. You're supposed to be all that and look at you. Look at the situation you're in. But Jesus kept right on moving. He kept his eyes on us. He kept his eyes. He knew down the road we were going to need that. Before we were ever created, he knew this time was coming. He knew this day was going to come when we needed him to show up and show out for us. And he kept right on carrying that cross. He shed that blood for us. And I'm so thankful today that he did. I am so thankful. God knows I am. Then we need to pray according to the will of God. Now, you know, I told you before, the will of God is the word of God. You know, you people say, oh, whatever God's will is. Well, God's will is his word. But you don't know what that is if you don't get into the Bible. When you pray, well, whatever God's will is, yeah. But whatever his will is, is in his word. So whatever situation you're facing, you need to get in that word and find out what the word says about it. And you need to write it down. You need to write it down. The day that you pray, you need to write the date and the time. Write it down. So that when the enemy tries to come up and throw that in your face, oh, man, you crazy. There ain't nothing happened. Yeah, it did. See, I already prayed. I prayed on March 5th, 19, whatever, or March 5th, 2000, whatever. That's it. And I'm standing on it because you know it's guaranteed to come to me. I'm not going to put no time clock on the Lord. I believe it. I receive it. It's coming. Plain and simple. That's it. I believe God. I believe God. Yeah. Pray according to the will of God, which is the word of God. I can't stress it enough. I can't stress it enough. But hear me. If you let the word of God engineer your prayer, you will have confidence that as the word says in 1 John 5, 14 and 15, if we ask anything, not some things, he said anything. 
anything according to his will, which is what? The word of God. He hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. Now, I heard that scripture so much, and I was like, oh, okay, but kind of ran through it. Then I stopped and said, whoa, 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 wait a minute. He said, if I ask anything according to his word, right there, he hears me. As soon as I ask according to his word, he already heard it, got his attention. He said, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> she used my word. Got my attention. I'm going to work. I'm going to do it right now. I'm setting it up. Because I heard my word. That's the ticket. That's it. And if we know that he hears us whatsoever, whatever it is, that's a whatsoever. Okay? Not only are we to pray, but we are to believe. Yes. It's good to pray, but you got to believe. He said, be still and know. Be still and know. Be still and believe. That's what he's telling you. Believe. Believe. When you pray, as the word of God says in Mark eleven twenty four, what things soever you desire when we pray, believe that you receive them and ye shall have them. Ye shall have them. But you got to believe it when you pray. You got to believe you receive it when you pray and you'll have it. So throw out all that argument and believe the word of God. Plain and simple. Say, so you know what? I don't care. I believe God. I believe God. I don't care what they say. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what it feels like. I believe God. Because, see, we're, we're not supposed to be ruled as a believer by our senses. But I find ourselves, that's what we're doing. We're being moved by what we see, what we feel. You know, other people's conversation, they jump in on it and say, you know, this, that, and the other. And we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut your mouth. You're a believer. You're a child of God. Don't be agreeing with them. They're speaking against the word of God. When you done already prayed over that situation because you expect, you believe, and you know by faith that it's going to change. Forget them. Yes. And you know, we don't have any business going and discussing what God had already told you he took care of in the first place. Well, you know, so-and-so was going on, you know, and I, I just believe God's going to do it. First time my thing come out of their mouth, child, you crazy? Ain't no way that's going to happen. Yeah, it is. I don't even waste time talking to them. Because it ain't too. It's not for you to discuss it with them. It's not. You prayed it already? In Jesus' name, it's sealed. It's done. It's guaranteed. So keep it moving. Keep it moving. Don't waste time. <sighs> I tell you, the Lord, when he gave this to me, it was for me. I said, Lord, I thank you because you know I need this. Once you base your prayers on the fact that the answer is already yours, then you have something you can apply your faith to. Let me read that again, because I think y'all didn't hear me. I said, once you base your prayer on the fact that the answer is already yours, then you have something you can apply your faith to. Because faith is our response to what God has already provided. Already provided. 
And it is released in two ways, by saying it and by acting on it. Once you believe, you received it, now act like it. Walk in it. Say, you know what? Yeah, but how can you sleep at night with this going on in your life? I believe I received it because I know God already heard it. And he's already working on it. That's why he tells us to roll all our cares over on him. Because he cares for us. And I put that in my prayer sometime. I said, Lord, this is going on, but you told me to roll my cares on you because you care for me and you love me. And I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Just that simple. And I can go to sleep. Sitting up all night worrying, that's not going to change a thing. People think, because they sit down and they worry, start crying. Oh, God, Lord Jesus, what am I going to do? Didn't we try that trash on me this week? He tried it this week. Then you may be looking at me and say, oh, what? Yes, he tried that trash on me. I turned up to him and said, I hate you. I said, I hate you. That's what the Lord said to me, and I said, you know what? Lord, I think there's no lack in my house. I think my way of escape is already made. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what they said. And you know what? It was worked out just like that. Just like that. The Lord said, I said, I'll make you rich, and I had no sorrow. No, none. None. Do you hear me? None, and that's what he means. I don't have to go out here and try to maneuver, try to do this, that, and that. No, nah, mm-mm. He makes me rich and adds no sorrow. I don't care what comes up. Lord, I thank you because I'm a tither. I got good seed in the ground, and I know that harvest is pushing its way on up, pushing its head up through that soil. That's right. And I feel good about that. He said, think on these things. Think on, think on things that are true. The things that are true is the word of God. Plain and simple, it's the word of God. Remind yourself, no, I'm going to think on that. I'm going to think on the word of God. And then I'm going to speak on the word of God. The more you say it, the more you believe it. The more you believe it, the more you receive it. And then the more you receive it, the more you see it. And then the more you see it, the more you keep saying it. And after a while, manifestation is going to show up. But you got to keep saying it. You got to keep speaking it. You got to keep saying it. You got to keep speaking it. Because you got to keep hearing it. You understand? That's how it goes. I don't care what. Don't slow up. Don't, uh-uh. See, because he wants you to get off focus. He wants you to, you know, he want to trip you up. He want to send distractions. Oh, he going to send them. Yeah. Don't think he's not. Oh, he going to send them. Yeah. He'll send a light and you're driving in your car and pop it up on the dashboard. And if you don't watch yourself, you're like, oh, Jesus, Lord, what is that? Let me tell you what happened. Moki was, had started her car up. Red light came up on the dash. And it showed that you need antifreeze. You know, showed your little, what do you call that thing that you got to put the antifreeze in? Radiator, thank you, Minister Mary. So she said, Mom, you better take my car down and I'll take yours to work. I said, fine. So I go down there and they, they look at it. So I said, I, the guy said, well, we put the fluid in when you get down there. So he put it in there. He came back out. He said, oh, boy, we got a problem. I said, yes. He says, uh, we put it in. It came straight out. I was like, oh. I said, how can that be? I said, I didn't see anything dripping because the car, that car at that time was in the garage and there was nothing on the ground. He said, oh yeah, we got a big problem. I said, okay. I said, you know, I think I better call my daughter because you said you got a problem with this. I said, so the owner happened to come by and 
I've been working for, with him for about 20 years. And uh, he said, uh, Ms. Wennington, we really have a problem. I said, okay, what is that? He said, this is a big job. It's going to be about at least $3,000. So I swallowed real hard. I was like, okay. I said, just one minute. <laughs> I'm a mokey, mokey, mokey. We got a situation. So I'm telling her the story. She says, really? I said, yes, Emma. Okay. So, so we talked to the guy. I talked to the guy, and I go back. I said, well, what, you, what can you do about it? He says, do you have an extended warranty? And I said, I do on my truck. I think Mokey has one on hers. So I said, Mo, check about your warranty and see what's going on with it. So sure enough, she had extended warranty, covered it. So then the guy says, well, we're going to have to keep the car all day. I said, no problem. He said, you probably can pick it up maybe Saturday. I said, no, it's got to be Saturday because we can't go any further than that. It all worked out. So we got down there. The guy says, um, it was very expensive. We got it taken care of. So he says, ah, oh, cost you 300 with the warranty. I said, well, that's not bad. From 3000 to 300 and then he looked down, he says, oh, he said, you know, that's that thing they tell you, you got to pay a $100 deductible or some nonsense like that. He said, y'all don't pay me nothing. So I went to, from 3000 to zero. That's what I'm talking about. Because I said, Lord, you know what? I said, Lord, I thank you because, you know, this is not working. And you said you supply all I need. Now, I didn't want to have to go around trying to find out where we're going to pull this kind of money from. But one thing I didn't do, I didn't flap off my mouth. Oh, my God, how in the world? No. No, I was jumping inside. God knows I was jumping. Three grand and probably more than that. That, that was a ballpark, you know. But, you know, God worked that situation out like that. And got the car, went down there Saturday, picked the car up. Thank you very much. That's all he did. He said, the key's in the car. Car is running. It's ready for you. I said, thank you. God is good. God is good. And Moki had just gone in and put the information in for the warranty. Just put it in. Just put it in. And the people said, oh, yes. Just tell us what kind of car it is, how much mileage. Like that, like that. She said, Mom, the Lord had already told me that morning. Before all this came up, get your extended warranty today. And she did. Just like that. Don't tell me what God can't do. He can do everything. Yes. So faith is our response to what God has already provided. He had already provided. And his release, and I told you in two ways. Now, if somebody came running to you, to your front door and said, the house is on fire. And you believed it. You would immediately start running, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? If you believed it, I said. Or would you just hang around and say, no, I'm just going to wait till I see smoke. If you believed it, man, you would take off like a rocket. Make sure you had your phone or something that you can grab real quick and get moving, right? Uh, I know it sounds funny. You wouldn't wait till you saw smoke. 
See, faith in God's word works the very same way. Don't wait until you feel healed to believe it. Believe it before anything you can see. Before anything ever happens, you've got to believe before you see any change whatsoever. Any change. Any. You can still be feeling sick. You can still be throwing up in the toilet. If we got to go that way. You know what I'm saying? You still got to believe. I've been in that place too. Faith makes prayer work. Prayer doesn't make faith work. I think y'all was thinking the other way around. It's okay if you did, but I'm just here to straighten it out. Faith makes prayer work. Prayer doesn't make faith work work. It doesn't. The word of God. The more faith you have in God and his word, the more confidence you place in him. Think about it. The power that created the universe, the power that raised Jesus from the dead, is activated in your life when you speak the word of God. And you've got to speak the word of God in prayer. What a guarantee. What a guarantee. This is what you have to do. It's a guarantee. I urge you today and moving forward to make a prayer, to make prayer your foundation of your life. Make it the foundation of your life. Build your marriage, relationships, career, and your ministry. Build it on that. If you do, and you pray by the guidelines of the word of God that he has given us, you have God's guarantee of successful prayer. That's all he wants you to do. Pray. Believe. You got to believe. If you don't believe, why are you praying? And I told you the last time I spoke, if you're not ready to fight, You ain't ready to pray. Because as soon as you pray the word of God, the fight is on. But you know what? We win. We win. You you won, Elder Dave. You won today. The word of God was spoken over you. And it broke whatever. Broke it all. That's the power of the word of God. We have that same power. The same power is guaranteed to us. What he did for Jesus, he'll do the same for us. When he answers Jesus' prayers, he's listening for his word. He'll do the same for us. I don't care. Say, let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Don't be afraid of them red lights coming up on the dashboard. Or they coming to you talking about, man, they're going to have a massive layoff. So what? If there's no job, God will create one for you. You got to speak that thing. Get specific. Lord, I want to start at 75000 Or, Lord, I want a six-figure income. What? Why are you saying something like that? Because the more I have, the more I can give. The more I can do for the church. The more I can do to bless somebody. That's why. It's not to hold on myself. It's not. It's not to buy a big house. Probably do get one, you know, if that's what I choose. But that's not why I said that. It's to do the work of the Lord. He said for us to live the good life right down here. 
And he also said, he will make us rich and add no sorrow. So if he's going to make us rich, what are you going to do with it? He ain't gonna make a hoard, he's not going to make a hoarder rich. I can tell you that right now. He's not going to make a selfish man rich. It ain't going to happen. That's why when people hit the lottery like they are, crazy, they blow it on stuff, and then you have those same people catching the bus. They're broke. Can't even afford that house. It don't belong to them. Instead of them paying for the house in full, paying five or six years of real estate taxes or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Smart, no, they're not. They went through it like that. But the Lord said he'll make us rich and he'll add no sorrow. So today, let's start our foundation on prayer with the word of God. I pray this blessed you because it blessed me. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to support this ministry, consider giving online. Text keyword RWOLFC to 77977 or through our free app. Search RWOLFC in the App Store. For more information, visit www.rwolfc.com for articles, blog posts, message references, and our monthly calendar of events.